Art Next Door Prepared by Tuche Ela Art Next Door features the independent art scene in Neukölln and Berlin. Free Community-based art Socially engaged artistic practice Artist-led project spaces Collectives Emerging and young artists. News and interviews will be broadcast in Arts Next Door on Keith FM. Thank you so much for accepting my interview request for Art Next Door, which is an online radio show and podcast series. And in this episode, I'm very happy to welcome Aaron Sound. Please introduce yourself. We have five members from Aaron Sound in the Zoom meeting. Well, I can start. Uh, my name is Mario Asef. Uh, I'm a member of Aaron Sound since 2014. I was invite, invited at that time from uh, uh, Brandon Labelle to take part. I'm not like, the, uh, let's say, uh, a mainly a sound artist. But I found, and he found also interesting to have someone who is somehow in between the disciplines. And uh, I think, uh, well, my role in, in, in the collective is a little bit also uh, this, like in between uh, disciplines, but I'm also start to engage more and more in, in the organizatory part. Yeah, and uh, my... My activity out of Aaron Sound is more uh, research based and public space with long-term projects. Hey, uh, my name is Steffi Weismann. I'm a part of the Aaron Sound group since we moved to Rungerstraße two years ago in 2019. And um, my work is um, based on a performative approach to sound or like yeah, I'm, I'm a composer, performer, experimental music composer, but I'm also doing yeah, urban interactions, um, working with objects and um, yeah, like working a lot with um, different kinds of microphones in the last time and participatory projects as well. Uh, hi, <laughs> yeah, I'm Georg Klein, uh, also one of the older members of Aaron Sound. And yeah, 10 years ago, somehow Brandon asked us for joining the, the project space uh, Aaron Bodies. This was the, the title there at Koltlitzstraße. And yeah, I found. Uh, or my my opinion was, yeah, we need in the city something like a, a location for sound artists, uh, a location for a sound art gallery somehow or a meeting point for the sound art scene, not a concert space, more like, uh, like in visual arts, that it's more a gallery space. And uh, so, and yeah, year by year it's developing somehow and uh, it's very nice that we are now more or less 20 members uh, and so the group was uh, 
growing and also the activities were growing. So we planned two festivals uh, the last years and also group exhibitions, group shows, but the space is also open for guests. So we also have uh, invited guests or we get requests by other artists who want to show a kind of sound artwork in Berlin or present it or so. And uh, yeah, that's very nice that we can do that uh, in our space in Rungestraße now in Mitte and that we also got the uh, support by the Senate, Basisförderung, um, to pay the rent, because that was always a crucial point the last years. How can we pay the rent uh, by our own uh, money? And uh, yeah, so the situation is, uh, although there is Corona and shutdown and all these things, it's quite good. I think we will go deeper with structures, but mm. let's hear Laura and Oliver before we uh, a little bit talk more about the collective. Laura. Hi, thank you for inviting us. My name is Laura Mello and I am a composer and come from music, but also from uh, music theater and performance art. I actually met Breno Labelle in Brazil already, my last years in Brazil, it was like 2002. Uh, during a music festival that happens in Curitiba every year. And I kind of knew errant uh, bodies already. And then uh, I think it was Antti Vorwinkel who invited me to join 2016 Errant Sound. And since then I am very um, happy to, to be able to exchange so much with so different activities, different artists and... Uh, also, this transition from errant bodies to errant sound um, was interesting. And then when we got placed at Rungestrasse, we got the opportunity to make much more than it was imaginable. And I'm working in the also in between our art and sound. I'm very uh, focused on the sound, on the perception of the sound of the language and what language does to us through its sound. Hi, Tuche, vielen Dank für die Einladung. So I swapped to English. Uh, Tuche, thanks for the invitation. Um, my name is Oliver Möss. I'm a teach photographer and visual artist. And I'm with Aaron Sound for two years. When Aaron Sound moved to Rungestraße, this was quite a match for me because it's uh, the house, Rungestraße itself, it's a cooperative which was founded in 2000 and I'm one of the co-founders. So for me, it was a really perfect match because I was looking for a project space where I can be a member with. And I knew some members of Aaron Sound like Steffi Weismann, Georg Klein and Mario Azef. And so I asked and so that's how I ended with Aaron Sound. My work outside of Aaron Sound is well, I'm very uh, active member of the project space uh, network in Berlin uh, since, I don't know, five or six years. And I'm working a lot for the district of Charlottenburg-Wilmersdorf during the last two years. So more as a curator or organizer, less than an artist. So my artistic practice um, has been very... Uh, yeah, so I'm happy with what I'm doing now. I don't miss it too much, but uh, being being part of a of a group 
is all, was always important for me. So I'm really happy with the people that are inside. Thank you so much for the introductions. So let's then go back to the uh, first location in 2010. You have the Aaron's bodies and then you had different members throughout the years. And now you arrive to a certain group of uh, artists now located in Mitte, how the whole story started. Uh, yeah, um, as I told, uh, Brandon uh, founded the project space Aaron Buddies and also a location for his um, publishing house, Aaron Buddies Press. And so he wanted to have events there like lectures, presentations, readings, uh, small exhibitions. And after two, three years, he discovered that it's too much work for him alone. And he was looking for some people joining uh, the project space and to build a small group. And in 2013, I think, we were first six members and then we discovered, oh, the, the rent is too high for us. We need more members for that. And so then it was about 10, maybe. I don't know exactly. And of course, uh, through the years, uh, the number of uh, members changed and also uh, members can step in and out. It was not a real fixed artist group. Yeah, like we are working together. Uh, it was just um, a kind of meeting point for us and to do something like uh, or to establish a location for sound art uh, as a sound art gallery in Berlin. And so with wide connections to the international space. So I, I can talk a bit maybe also. Uh, for me, it was uh, very interesting to step in, uh, in the group. I one of the members who started the year after in 2014 and uh it was a kind of um for me a, a new world <laughs> entering a new world a lot of people i didn't know because i wasn't really into the sound scene and it was very informal interesting of the development is to see for me how we because we were starting to to somehow develop some little projects or little, uh, let's say, series of exhibitions and talk. So we start somehow to to gathering together to organize these little uh, projects, and then we realized uh, bit by bit what we that we need to like to coordinate better. That we need uh, somehow a better structure to not only to communicate or let's say, uh, to build a program, etc., etc. And this, this organi organization uh, part uh, is becoming somehow stronger with the year, especially now in Rungenstraße, that we are also, we became a little bit more independent from what uh, Brandon Labelle's idea was at the first time. We became also bigger because more people came to us, we, we got more visibility. And uh, so it's, it's, that's been always a little bit of uh, um, yeah, engaging uh, process with more the organizatory part and financial part, et cetera, et cetera. We can talk uh, after about the artistic part that is also developing through the year. 
then I have a quick question actually about that uh, transformation or transition of the structures. So when you were organizing, was it like, oh, okay, I have an idea. So one of the members was uh, coming up with that. Okay, I have an idea. I would like to cooperate with a certain artist or I would like to present my own artwork and then I'm going to schedule in the States. Was it more like a kind of uh, organic or you had more structured uh, programming of the year? I'm curious how actually it started and then how it evolved. Because this is also interesting for other um, different project spaces or artists who would be interested in having their own space or organization. So hearing those kind of uh, experiences help maybe future young artists to create their own spaces. So it, it was actually uh, very organic um, and I see this as a very positive point that uh, still today, uh, I think we are trying to keep this, this, um, this free uh, dynamic so everyone can um, in a short period of time decide if he or she wants to do an event or, or screening or for exhibition, we need, of course, a little bit more of a planning, but um, even also our calendar, um, it's very free. Uh, we don't have much rules. Now we are starting like to put in so little rules, like just please send everyone an email when you uh, occupy some space in the calendar. But until now, everyone like could enter and let's say book the space um, freely and uh, yeah I, I, uh, I'm very interesting about keeping this uh, free organic so self-organized or self-developed structure. Yeah I can agree that uh, it was really very organic and very fluently and not a real structure. There was no structure, I think, in organization and planning a year, something like that. And of course, then sometimes it was the case that two months, uh, the space, there was nothing happening because <laughs> it was summer or something like that. <laughs> and it changed a little bit uh, after we get uh, the so-called uh, Projektraumpreis this award for uh, project spaces to support them by the Senate. And then there was the question, okay, now we need maybe another organization structure because no one want to be responsible for that money. And yeah, on his own uh, tax uh, declaration. And so this was the point that we uh, founded the Verein so that this is a structure where you can put the responsibility not on the shoulder of one who's yeah, taking it, but on a group and with an own tax number. And so it developed in that way because we got this support and we had to think about uh, that it's not on one person all pressing <laughs> um, these, uh, responsibility um, but still we have no uh, no curator or no real uh, leading figure in this project space so everybody can decide and we have our group meetings of course some are more active some are more 
or less active. So it depends on their engagement. And also when you want to, uh, we work as a space, as a space and also as a group. So people from the group can uh, come to, with ideas and present to the group if anyone, anybody wants to participate in the project, an exhibition or uh, some activity. Or you already, as a member, group member, you will have already an idea and you have your people who you invited from outside. Or people from outside come to us and ask if they can have a, an exhibition in the space. And then we organize ourselves to have someone from the group to host them and, and uh, make the advertising and everything. And it's also part of our activities in the calendar. So basically, if someone has a specific interest, should it be also sound oriented or are you also open more performative? I know that concert is not part of the program, so it is stated very nicely on the website. But so do you have a, also a thematic limitation? You are already presenting yourself more as a sound oriented, but I'm also like curious what is the flexibility or what is the definition of the space when people are approaching from outside? Um, so yes, we, we want to kind of focus um, on, on sound art and Klangkunst or um, sound-based uh, works because there are not, not many uh, places in Berlin or I think we are the only one who uh, that is a group um, and initiative who is really curating and working in this field and of course it is quite open so it can there are some some artists working uh, with field recordings others um, more like um, on a also on a discourse or theoretic um, level or then um, combinations with, with performance and installation or object-based work, but it's, it's um, the sound or, or the hearing, like see, to, to, to focus on, on listening and um, situations where the, the listening is important. Um, it's like something that like is everyone in the group is somehow attached to it. Yeah, I think this is our only, uh, let's say, requirement for uh, for people who want to show something in our space. It this has has to be sound related. I started 2019 very slowly. I have to say a series of, of uh, solo shows with uh, visual artists that are working with sound and uh, it shows I develop together with the artist with the let's say um, this specific focus and this series I started it's called also a, a visual approach to sound so um, was also kind of the intention to create a let's say a dialogue between the visual uh, art scene uh, of Berlin, which is very, very strong, and the sound art scene, which is actually, yeah, I, I found it interesting that there are a lot of visual artists who are 
very concerned about sound, but they don't consider themselves uh, uh, sound artists or and to see how 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 different these approaches are. But yes, sound is should be the main focus of of all events and uh, shows in our space. Maybe it's a great time now to switch about the current uh, projects or ongoing projects that you have been organizing since Mario started one of the started explaining one of the projects. So, uh, would you like to? tell about the events and then the exhibitions and festivals that you have been organizing? Uh, I think the question was more about what happened related to Aaron Sound. And I'm only um, part of the uh, group of artists against racism, which is a cooperation between um, another project space, apartment project. And we started this relating to what happened in Hanau last year. And it's a group of artists from Aaron Sound and a group of artists, artists from uh, Apartment Project. And we, we started to work, well, we met, we talked, and we did two kind of shows, one in Apartment Project, one in uh, Aaron Sound. And it's kind of an ongoing process, which just, um, for me, it feels like um, it has started and because of Corona, it's getting difficult to meet because it's a very personal, uh, I've, for me, it's a very personal approach and I think it's a very important thing. And um, yeah, so that's the only um, project I am involved during the last year, which happened at Aaron Sound. I think it's really important to, to have this in mind that um, art is, is, has the possibility to to connect people and to make things hearable, in this case, and visible, artists against racism. That's uh, important. Yeah, um, ARC, like uh, is a short form of it, um, was also for me very important last year. I really enjoyed uh, our meetings uh, that we showed each other some works and got to know more, more artists from, from the apartment project context. So um, it was really inspiring and, and, and we, we managed uh, to organize two, two, two exhibitions. Um, uh, that was not easy because of Corona, but uh, we were really happy because it's so, so good to do something and to find ways to, to, to meet and to, to show, show works in the spaces and not only to, to do it um, online. I think uh, it was really intense and I hope that we continue this year. Uh, it's not yet clear, so we, we have to see, but I'm quite sure that there are in summer some more activities with ARC. Yes, and... Um, yeah, maybe then the, the, the other um, project I'm involved that I'm co-curating with Janine Eisenecher is the series Ready Making. This is, um, this is a series um, focusing on, on performative, um, on uh, performance, uh, the performative approach to, to sound, sounding objects 
and it's like uh, like in between um, performance art and and sound art and music, so that there are performance artists invited, musicians invited, and um, we we try to to create a situation to 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 um, to show the the performative works, but sometimes also installations. We have this year two new and an exhibition in in July on in two places. It's also a, the first collaboration with Hoshe Contemporary. This is a ship that is like yeah, just ten minutes or five minutes by feet on the on the spree on the river spree. Like um, and yeah, it's nice. I think to to have this. Yeah, this this possibility also to 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 connect to other places. So, and um, because I think that the field of um, performative approach to to sound um, and to action in space, it's it has to do a lot with environment, with the city. It's very site specific, and um, there are. It's it's great uh, to also step out of the, the 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 space that we have here. It's a nice space, but like there is an interesting surrounding here, and also to to work, yeah, to use to use that, to to use um, yeah the way up to in the direction to Alexanderplatz or also other other places, and especially uh, during Corona. <laughs> It's good to find um, possibilities to, to show work uh, in the fresh air. <laughs> and ready-making is, um, like, is, is really connecting. So we are um, inviting artists this year from um, also from, from other countries. So it's, it's going to be a bit tricky, but hopefully it will work. And yeah, it's it's very important for Erin Sound to has have these networks not only in the city but also internationally. And there are some really um, important um, exchanges going on. Yeah, so it it was I think it was quite quite hard in, during Corona now to to keep everything alive, and we didn't have these physical meetings here in space that were always since I am in the group quite important because in a, in a in a talk in a yeah like this a lot of ideas really come up and you 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 get to know what what the others are working with and um, yeah it's it's in in this these zoom meetings it's it's really there is something not there that we normally have yeah as a as a in a group dynamic and it's yeah now a lot of also a lot of solo solo shows are coming up uh, i mean it's, <laughs> it's yeah maybe you have to work with the situation that it's better to work alone <laughs> but it's also maybe a nice opportunity now for some especially for some of the newer members to 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 use the space now to to um, yeah like more like a laboratory to to develop yeah maybe a first first exhibition first solo exhibition um, 
yeah so that's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot going on since we've closed since the um I, no i just wanted to ask yeah. uh, very shortly <clears throat> that there was also very uh, natural organic how this uh, um, project to somehow arrange with the uh, COVID situation i found it also uh, quite interesting that uh, immediately we switch somehow from this exhibition and events format into uh, streamings or uh, we adapt uh, the gallery space as a working space from time to time and this also happening more or less naturally without uh, big discussions or big, you know, uh, voting uh, about what is going to uh, be uh, about the space uh, and so on. This, uh, this is something that, um, that I really like from the group also that can take decisions still. Even we are 20 members, uh, we can, we are able, still able to take decisions quite organic. But maybe Gail can talk a little bit about uh, Dystopie, which is like the, from the last year, the biggest uh, project that uh, Aaron Sound organizes. ARC was uh, not the first time that we wanted to cooperate with uh, artists from Turkey uh, in 2018. We started uh, to think on uh, cooperation with Istanbul and uh, with artists from there and then the idea came up to maybe organize an own festival for sound art based on an exhibition not uh, as a, a concert festival and so it developed for that and and the topic in that time was not so obvious but we, uh, we have chosen uh, dystopia as a, as a topic and so we invited artists from Istanbul and also asked our members if they want to produce new works for um, this exhibition, for this festival. So it's a real uh, um, a producing festival. You don't show existing works, of course, some exceptions, but uh, usually our artists should be engaged to, to, to make new works maybe site-specific works also, also outside the, the gallery spaces. And in 2018, we were still at Kolwitzstraße uh, in that space, and we rented uh, old, uh, the water cisterns, the old in Prenzlauer Berg, and also the uh, Teufelsberg military complex, uh, the old one, and so we have different, I think it was seven locations in this festival. And yeah, it was the first time for, for, for years that in Berlin was something happening like that in the field of sound art. And uh, in 2019, we uh, could um, make a little festival in Istanbul too. So this was the first idea that our produced works in Berlin will be shown in, in another country, in Istanbul. And it was not a very big festival, but there was something, it was very nice. 
And last year we continued uh, with a new guest country, Brazil. And yeah, the topic dystopia was quite <laughs> huge now uh, with COVID and with the political situation in Brazil. And so we try to invite artists with a Brazilian background for this festival. There were a lot of them were living or are living in Berlin or in Europe. So it was more easy. All the artists from Brazil couldn't come. <laughs> we, we planned residencies for them and it was not possible, but of course they could send some works uh, for the festival. And maybe I can um, give the word to, to Laura who also curated and uh, the festival with me together. Yeah, thank you, Georg. Yes, I was thinking about our festivals in the last year, not only dystopia. Um, we also work a lot uh, in the public space. Dystopia 2018 was also in Tempelhoferfeld. There was also an event there. And uh, also there was in between 2019, there was Sono Memo is another small event we organized where me and Alexandre Fenrich, we have the performance with uh, rickshaws and also Georg had his uh, toposony, a sound walk outside. And we are all actually always working with artists from, from abroad. That's what Berlin is, I think. <laughs> and uh, this time, and uh, dystopia, this time we had also open air events, uh, a concert by Laura Leiner on the Spreeufer and the performance from Machina Song All Stars. They, they did a walk that was transmitted live on the radio and they walked from Aaron Sound to Alte Münze. The, we had for dystopia this year, we had three big locations the old mint. Um, that's the Alte Münze, where they're uh, making money. Until 2015, they were producing coins there. The, the Machina Song All Stars did this performance, this sound walk transmitted live by radio. And together in, in connection through the internet with artists in Brazil. So there was a, a live interaction with Brazilian artists. But the, the Dystopia Festival, and with Brazil, there's the we are now in touch with um, with Brazilian artists, and in Brazil we want to organize an, a second edition of the festival, maybe not this year but next year. And it looks like there will be also an exhibition this year, starting March 9th in uh, Istanbul. So Dystopia Istanbul again, the second ed Istanbul edition, organized by Jeremy Woodruff. And it will be in this um, Arkbank Sanat. Arkbank Sanat. And our, our, we are contest because also our group is not very uh, constant. We have a lot of ch change in the group. We have always new impulses by people from other countries, and, they, and then we have contact with other groups. So uh, it's amazing how you, you should go around in the Berlin art scene that you see uh, people working in more than one 
one group like active 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 in more than one constellation that's, uh, that's super super nice but then we also try to always try to expand this uh, small Berlin group to people who are not living here and and also getting many asks uh, people asking to to work with us and organize but we have to say that we are very lucky because the Berlin Senate has has uh, we we also are very um, professional in uh, writing projects. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a very important part. I mean, if you want to show you to young artists, I think this part is very important. That the the, the we are really the, before the things happen, there are a lot of work, te uh, the text work, happening. And that one should be really conscious about. You, it's not like this that we ask and it happens. <laughs> yeah, but this is the part for a long-term process. But the advantage of the of a project space we have as a group is that you can just have an idea and go on, and next week you can go and and do something in the space and show something, and that you can react very fast. Uh, on maybe what you want to do or um, if something is happening in the world and you, you have to want to show something so or just there's something in uh, somebody in the city an interesting artist and you can just invite him to show for one evening what he's doing and to have a little audience for that and I think it's it's both so you you have this project space for real small things and very quick and also to develop uh, bigger or larger events then you are more stronger as a group and as a fine and i just wanted to add this because uh, for me this is one really important thing about project spaces that you have this this freedom yeah if you are a member of a project space and you have the possibility to to have access to a space, you also have this freedom to create whatever you want and you have no regulations, no art market or some people telling you what you have to do or what you should show. And um, in this special um, project space, uh, I think it's really uh, interesting because there are so different approaches from the members yeah, and so such a different uh, approach on art as well and I think it makes the group really strong because it's a very open group and I really like that there are there's this this low structure so everybody has access and everybody has the possibility to bring in his ideas or her ideas so it's I think it's really special yeah and I really enjoy it to be part of it. In, in some of the previous interviews, we were also discussing this notion of institu institution, ah, it's very hard to say, institutionalization of a project space. Uh, because in some countries or also here in Berlin, you also see a project space comes from a very grassroots uh, organization, like paying the rent, sharing the rent, and then eventually uh, have more structures and then uh, constant uh, funding and then due to this funding so you have to report it and then all these reports they bring a certain institutional tools uh, however what Oliver says that 
that flexibility and then as you mentioned mario uh, this organic structure is very important for such institution not non-institutional project spaces let's say but still have some uh money to be able to allow artists to be independent from this uh, harsh art market i think do you think that it would be a certain issue in the future for Aaron Sound to have more institutional structures and then less organic. What would be the reaction if you feel that this is happening? Well, I mean, um, from the moment that you get um, financial support from the Senate or from wherever you get this money, you need immediately like um, let's say put all these ideas and thoughts and of experimental projects or experimental form of uh, uh, exhibiting art into a specific format to, to show them that you, let's say, uh, you spend the money in a proper way. So this is somehow already a kind of uh, uh, showing a bit an institutional profile um, in order like to get a second chance to maybe get more money for us. And, and I was uh, now thinking about, I think it's very important, this space that we have now, like the physical space. Uh, now we are uh, discussing to move again, because probably, I mean, we don't know, but uh, it's quite probably that we have to leave the space uh, in March uh, 2022 because of ending of the contract. And this will be for sure a difficult uh, task for us to, f to find a, a place that can offer us this, let's say, this freedom that we have, we had, and until now we're going to have in this space. Even though, of course, there's always some issues with the neighbors. I think every project space uh, has to deal with these uh, issues. We also, especially because in our name, say sound, and people get scared uh, when they read the, this word. But uh, yeah, it's... it's we will see. We we are entering, let's say, in in, in a in a in a phase um, where we have to do uh, serial decisions. Um, but we have been there before. I mean, we had to leave also um, Kolbitstrasse, and uh, somehow from the ashes, <laughs> we were able to to reappear. Actually, in a better situation than before. I am personally very attached to this, and I think every one of us, I don't know, maybe I'm, uh, to this very organic and flexible, almost non-existent structure that we are enjoying now. And this is, I think the space is giving us a lot of this freedom. So the big, question will be what happened when we when we lose that space then we'll see 
What I think is, is really interesting with the structure at Aaron Sound as well is that there are many people uh, involved who have uh, another uh, or had another uh, space before or were in groups before and are very used to work with groups. So like Steffi, who has been with Kuhle for years, yeah or me working with the network. Uh, so there are many, or, or Jeremy. Yeah, so there are so many people who, who know structures. And so I think the group is always able to give themselves the structure when needed. So to organize a festival, of course, you need a structure. Yeah, and then it's there. But the, the, the interesting thing for me is that, uh, that the group itself, the, we never had this discussion why are we able to do it like this? Yeah, it's just some something natural, and it's really interesting because also we are from a very different age. So there are some younger uh, artists and some in their middle fifties or um, early sixties. So it's really a, a very different approach and very different characters. And yeah, I think that's uh, that's something which makes the group, um, yeah, working. Maybe I can say that all the years we, we try to avoid institu institutionalization, um, but of course there's a lot of work to do, not artwork, just organization work. And, and after a while, Mario and me, we do a lot, of, um, a big part of that. And uh, so how we are feeling a little bit like managers of, of the uh, Aaron Sound project space. And, but um, it, it's also that we just want to do our own thing there, um, maybe with others together or alone. And if there's something like a bigger festival, like last year with Dystopia, then you need a real team then you need a real good structure with people who want to work very close together and to, to, to do that. But this is not then the fixed group for the, for the space for the next year or something like that. It's just um, gone after the festival and you have made some experience and you can help maybe others to do something like that. I think, yeah, it's, of course, it's a little bit growing, the, all the organization stuff and, and, and things. And, uh, and yeah, we have to discuss in our meetings who want to do that work. And um... yeah, maybe I can just add that, yes, of course, um, yeah, it's good if um, like, to run the infrastructure, there are so many things to do, and um, if there are more more people involved, and we we have now a board of four four people, not only three, and we try to kind of put it on more shoulders. What's uh, what's um, like these kind of things, like doing a web, new website or. Um, whatever there are technical things there are bookkeeping stuff um, then works in the space like really physical work and um, but it's it's a it's a learning process for many people 
some maybe they yeah they just um or also all the thing like to to learn how to do the streaming concerts yes so we we had then some meetings to to um to try that with some new new technology and and um techniques that we um that we ordered and we we could buy some yeah some technical gear some some tools that uh, we share now in the group that's also a, a big uh, advantage if you're many people so that um that you're able to have like um, a place where these um, things are there is a storage and and you can learn with with some some technical tools that you may no normally could not um, buy on your own so this i think is very important also and yeah i think we learn a lot from each other and of course adapting with the challenges and then responding in a more creative way and sharing resources um, it's it's amazing it's uh, it's an important thing is there anything that you would like to add before we close our interview i think this was already very valuable insights from the erin uh, sound just uh, you talk about um, creative approach to this structure. I think, um, yeah, this is maybe uh, a key point. And that's why I personally also enjoy to be in the group that we solve somehow or find some solutions for very, let's say, bureaucratical, ugly things that you actually don't want to do. But we find always a very creative way to solve things. Um, and that there you can also see that uh, every one of us is an artist <laughs> and had, of course, alternative thinking um, also leg uh, legitimized and you know, all already established uh, structures we find always a way like to find uh, easy and viable um, solution. Because you've mentioned the 1st of March, no? uh, Aaron Sound is cooperating with the uh, Berlin School of Sound, uh, initiative from uh, initiative by Jeremy Woodruff. And uh, every first uh, Tuesday of the month, there is a podcast. There is a broadcast on Collabor Radio, Freies uh, Radio Berlin Brandenburg, and this um, is part of the Aaron Sounds podcast series that we also offer in our website for everyone who's interested. Great, nice advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Jeffrey. Okay, thank you. For the interview and... If you like my podcast series, you can support and buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash Tuce. T-U-C-E. See you in the next episode. Bye. Art Next Door. Prepared by Tuche Eren. Art Next Door is a monthly radio show on Heat FM and a podcast series at Anchor FM. <laughs>